Are you struggling to regain sustainability in your life and create a positive life stance? If so, listen in as courageous women share their empowering struggle of how they came through the trenches to restart and recreate a victorious life worth living. They took their power back, learn the secrets of how they did it, and you can too. Welcome to the Real Heart Talk podcast and 360 Network for Women. And here's your host, Pamela Duran. Welcome, Real Heart Talk listeners. You are enough. Today, we have a spiritual guru with us. I can't wait for you to meet her. <laughs> I've heard her speak. Well, I've heard her husband speak too. <laughs> yes. But yes. I'm excited to have you on the show. It is Donna Barber. And Donna, welcome to our show. She Thank is you so Tennessee. much, Pamela. You I, I'll tell you, the day that we met um, and you asked me to come do this, uh, we got in the car and was on our way home. And the Holy Spirit just said, divine connection. And I said, oh. Lord, that's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. And so it's just like, okay, get home, get this set up because I truly believe in that. I believe I that God that. weaves yes. people in and out of our lives. And uh, I tell people that all the time because people, so many people know and quote Jeremiah 29 11 that says, you know, I know the thoughts that I have toward you yes. to bring you a hope in a future and everybody can just quote it. And, but nobody really understands the fullness of that scripture, but I live by it because if you do a great word study on that, it, if the Lord is saying, I know who I'm weaving in and out of the fabric of your life to bring you to that expected end that's full of hope and a great future. And so you lady have been woven into the fabric of my life. <laughs> Woo, I got chill bumps. <laughs> I feel it. I feel that is it, wonderful. Yes. yes. I love that. I really do. I want, I want you to send that to me in an email. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to post that on my wall. <laughs> I sure so will. So you have been saved since 19 and ministry for 40 years and pastor. 41 20. now. Oh, 41. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You last year, here was the, the crazy thing about it. last year, my husband and I celebrated 45 years of marriage, 40 years of ministry, oh and our church was 30 years old. All of that fell last year in the <sighs> same year. And I thought, how in the world? You know, you can't even orchestrate those things. <laughs> It was amazing how that happened. So yeah, so 2022, uh, it just like, okay. And now 2023, here we are almost at the end of it. And God has just been, he spoke to me the very first of this year that this was the year of expansion. And I asked him, and you are part of this prayer. I just want to tell you that the Lord, I, I told the Lord in January this year, I said, Lord, I want you to open new and unusual doors. And so it's been crazy throughout this entire year how the Lord has just opened these new and unusual doors. And so, uh, yeah, I'm telling you what we're doing today for me, I, I'm, I look at everything prophetically and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, the Lord has just really been, been doing some wonderful things throughout these years. But yes, 41 years as of this year. That is so, so amazing. And I love that you said 
new and unusual doors because God gives us the desires of our heart. Yes, the things that we say, that's one of my messages I speak on is how what we say are seeds and we're planting seeds and we yes. are going to see that harvest. I mean, it is, it's in the Bible. We can't it's help there. It's it. kingdom principle. You can't, yes. you, when you, when you are a kingdom citizen, you live by kingdom principles. And so you cannot, uh, you know, cancel the kingdom principles of God. You just can't do it. And you just, you just quoted one of my favorite scriptures about he gives us the desires of our heart. And, and I was speaking on that just recently. And the first part of that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And if you look that up and you, um, you do once again, I'm a word, I'm a study person. If you look at the word delight, it actually means pliable. So when we make ourselves pliable in the Lord, so he can mold us and shape us, then he gives us his desires. He plants his desires in our heart because we have become pliable and he's able to work with us. So, yes, I love that. Yes. And his will becomes our will doing that. Yes, That's what it it changes us. I just love it. It changes us. It does. For the better. I mean, for the better. We're just like, exactly. Wow. I feel like I'm getting my own personal sermon. I love it. <laughs> well, I, I don't so, know. I, that's, you know, I, I tell people all the time, I'll, I'll just hush now and let you talk because I, I get to talking about the word and it's exciting for me. <laughs> it is exciting for me. I do have that time that I spend in the morning and mm-hmm. I love it because I try. I have to get up at four o'clock because sometimes, and sometimes the Lord just wakes me up. I don't know. Yes. Does he just yes. wake you up sometimes? Yes, all the time. <laughs> and I like, I go, you know, bow down and pray. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want to say to me? And then I start just trying to write down what, what comes to me. And then I was praying. I wanted to hear, I really want to hear the Lord's voice. And yeah. then I heard Jesse Duplantis' message on his, when the Lord came in his bedroom, I was like, well, maybe, okay, maybe just keep impressing things on me. <laughs> maybe a smaller scale of that, right? <laughs> yeah, because that was pretty phenomenal. I was like, oh, yes. I probably wouldn't turn around either. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, just a smaller oh. scale. <laughs> so Great now story. you, as a woman in ministry, all of these years, mm-hmm. like four decades, I'm sure that you've seen the change and that mm-hmm. you just starting in that ministry, we may have listeners that are just starting in their ministry. What is some advice that you would offer them or guidance and direction mm-hmm. to follow that leading and that calling that they're feeling? Oh, well, Um, I think one of the greatest things that I have learned is that when you draw your value from the Lord and not from, you're not a people pleaser and you're not looking for their approval, but you're only looking to, to follow the plan and the purpose of God. It's not that you don't care about those people, but I, I, I have always told people the one of the greatest things that I learned to do was make my circle very small. And what I mean by that, I have lots of friends, I have lots of acquaintances, but I have a very small circle that I allow their opinion and their words to me matter. And if you don't do that, then what you wind up doing is you'll get an opinion here, an opinion here, because what we tend to do, 
uh, and I've I've done this over my years of, of preaching, you know, preaching and and then you'd have 10 people walk up and say, oh, that was such a great sermon that really spoke to me. And then you get that one negative comment that comes. And what we tend to do is we don't focus on the 10, you know, comments that were positive and, mm -hmm. and life building. We focus on the one negative. So if there's one thing that I would tell you, especially women starting out in ministry is um, don't be intimidated. You know, don't don't be intimidated. It's if we look in Christ, according to the scripture, there is no male or female. That's some, that's a cultural thing that we have done. And the Lord has placed us here because he values the woman of God. I mean, I tell people all the time, I say, look, the first one to carry the good news was a woman. She came back from the tomb mm -hmm. and said, he's risen. So she was the first one. If you look at it, Jesus gave her the first message to go and preach. Mm -hmm. So don't tell me that a woman can't preach. Right. <laughs> I, I lived with that for a long time and I mm -hmm. shied away from it. But some of the greatest things that I have learned over the years is drawing my identity from who Christ says that I am. And if I do that, it first of all, it quiets my spirit, man. But then on the other side of it, it empowers my spirit, man. Because see, we have to understand each and every one of us, we are a three-part being. We are spirit, soul, and body. Yes, we yes. are not body, soul, and spirit. We were first in the heart of God. And God planted us in the earth. And that soul and that body came into union with our spirit. And when we look at it like that, first and foremost, what is the spirit man identifying with? I'm identifying with who he says I am. And so mm -hmm. I tell a lot of women, especially starting in ministry, um, you know, don't cower down, but don't, don't, don't try to make a place for yourself. I tell young men that too. Don't try to make a place for yourself. Mm -hmm. Just let God do that. You get behind the scenes. You get the word of God in you. Listen, you can't give what you don't got. Yeah. You just can't yeah, do it. And, you know, I, I wrestled for years about, um, okay, well, I would go to a conference and, you know, they'd have all these men that would speak and everything. And they might throw a, a woman in there every now and then for like just a, a short little morning, you know, time. And that still happens. I'll be honest. It still happens. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this, it, it still happens all the time, but I'm, I am like now I am so secure and what my assignment is, mm. I know who's going to walk in the room. I may not know them by name, but I know who's going to walk in the room and they're going to be there when I am fulfilling the assignment that I have been given. I'm not looking for a platform. I'm looking for an opportunity, mm. an opportunity to let the spirit of God minister to other people. And so that's some, that's just some things over the years. I, and I, I do, I, when I'm serious about saying, keep your circle small, first of all, find people that you, you know, I would say three to five people that you value. They're people of good character and you value their insight and their input mm -hmm. and let those be the voices that you can receive correction, criticism, praise, you know, opportunity from 
but don't let it be anybody else. You know, if you start valuing some, if you let just anybody speak into your life, listen, you're going to go home very every day uh, defeated. Mm. It depends on who do you value to speak into you. So I love that. And I love that you talked about people pleasing because there's probably a lot of our listeners that may be yes. people pleasers. I, I'm a recovering people pleaser. I'll say that. Addiction <laughs> approval. Yes. <laughs> Addicted so, to it. Yes. Yeah. So is there one scripture that would speak to those, speak to me, speak to those people, anybody listening to help them realize their identity is not in people, but in who God made them to be and to just grab a hold of that and, and embody that honestly yeah, you, you know there is there's a whole lot of um wonderful study on that and i think one of the very first things that comes to mind is and we we miss we understand we quote it correctly but we misunderstand it and that's out of second timothy 2 and 15 he says study to show thyself approved unto god a workman that needeth not to be ashamed and he goes on talking in there but what we have done is we think what he means in that is study the word of God so he will approve of you and that's not what that scripture means it means study to show that he already approved of you and when you know that so now every single time that I get into the word of God I'm looking for that next place where he said oh Donna yes I approve of you I approve of you you're my beloved I, I I thought of something when you were saying that and I'm going to pull that scripture up because it's, I don't okay. want to misquote it, but you know, dear Lord, it's one that we talk about all the time. Uh, I love that. He says, um, you know, when we talk about, well, I'm, I'm just going to quote it because I'm, sure. I'm afraid I'll mess it up, but here's one of the things that the Lord told me. He said, Donna, there's therefore now we know all out of Romans. There's therefore now no mm -hmm. condemnation, no yes. condemnation to those that are in Christ. And, and, but hear what, here's what the Lord told me to do one time. He said, I want you to rephrase that first line there. And he said, I want you to take all the negatives and turn them to a positive. And it says, mm -hmm. we, there is therefore now no condemnation. So I said, okay. So the opposite of no is a, it's a yes. There, so mm -hmm. there is therefore yes. And the word condemnation comes from the word condemned, meaning that it's, you cannot live in it. But the Lord said, what's the opposite of that? And I said, um, well, that means that you can live in me. He says, so state it like this. There is therefore now open approval. There is therefore now open approval. So the Lord said, wow. he's, he's announcing to the world, Pamela, for you and for me and for all those other women out there that, or anybody that's struggling, this is my child and I have given them open mm. approval. I approve of them, hear them. There's therefore now no condemnation. There's open approval in Christ wow. for them. So every time I'm looking through the word, I'm looking to see another place where he says, oh, Donna, I, I just approved of you today. And I, because of that, I'm, I'm making the assignment more and more. The Lord spoke to me earlier this year uh, when he spoke to me about this year, this year being a year of expansions, what he told me. And he took me over to Jeremiah 33 and three. And there's a whole perfect. Uh, listen, yeah. at the moment he spoke it to me, get this. I was in the middle of the ocean on my way to Israel. Oh, wow. 
Wow. I was in the middle of the ocean <laughs> and I cannot even begin to tell you this whole prophetic story. And you may not even want me to go there. I don't know. Oh, but the Lord yes, woke flow, me up. Flow where the spirit goes. <laughs> the Lord woke yeah. me up at, and I, and he just, we were in our little, we were on a cruise ship and I, we're, of course we're in our cabin. So I didn't have anywhere else to go, but over to a little corner where a chair was and I, he said, get up, get up. And I was like, oh, yes, Lord. And I got up. He said, look at the time. It was 333. Oh, said, oh my gosh. Okay. 333. What, what are you telling me, Lord? And he said, go to Jeremiah 333. And that, it just began to rock my world. I'll read it to you because I don't want to misquote it. But that began to rock my world because the very moment that he began to speak that to me, he said, now this is what I want you to declare to people this year. It says, call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do yes. not know. Yes. And I said, my God, Lord, he said, look, if you will just take the time, if you will just take the moment to call on me, here's my promise. I will answer you and guess what what i'm gonna do i'm gonna show you great and mighty things that you don't even know yet that you don't even know yet i'm like my god get me up again today and show me yes. something else is great and mighty let's do it yes show me, amen so now yes, i'm getting up all, all the time show me lord what are you gonna show me today it's great yeah. and mighty i know it is <laughs> that is so awesome you know i might be a little too uh, radical for your audience i apologize no. You're great. I'm glad I'm you're here. Sure I can't and I'm glad it. that you're sharing. <laughs> I'm sure they're feeling the spirit like I am. I feel like you're here with me in Georgia. I'm in Georgia. Amen. <laughs> but he gave me that scripture maybe a year or two ago. And I and I do meditate on it. And I think, I think like you, you know, what are you going to show us? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? You know, I'm like, what does yes. that mean? So I do like to break the scriptures down too. Like you do. I love that. You should do a book on that. Like breaking scriptures down for people. That would be amazing. I'm, I'm working on some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm trying to give away any secrets. I'm just. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't mind telling you one of the, I am writing just a, a, a book, but another thing that I've got in the works is I'm working on a devotional with doing just that, taking oh. one scripture and breaking it down to, I don't know, uh, uh, Donna's version. I, I don't know. I, I can't call it the passion or the message or the amplified. It's just Donna and and how she thinks. Because I am yeah. so out of the box. I I can't help yes. it. I'm just out of the box. So I love I just it. You're imparting. It. It's Donna's impartation. That's Donna's impartation. <laughs> <laughs> or Donna's ramblings. I'm not sure which one it would be, but one of the two. So that's in the either works. way. It'll be blessed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, awesome now your message is you said to empower people to live an overcoming or an over or an empowering, life. empowering overcoming others life. yes yes that's wonderful now do you have conferences and do you have anything coming up that you want to share with with anybody well actually be i mean with this, our audience yeah this coming sunday uh well at, at this weekend i'm leaving on friday i'm going to be in rocky top tennessee it's about 15 oh, okay. minutes north of Knoxville, and I am the Sunday morning speaker. Uh, it's called Rocky Top Worship Center there, and um, uh, I've been going there and doing that conference for, for many years, and so I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. They they laugh at me. They say I'm the closer, so I close it out every 
We're closing <laughs> in on Sunday morning. So that's 930 Eastern time. I will be there uh, this year. So I'm excited about that. And then I have one other engagement, uh, but that's just a local thing. Uh, the next county over from us that I'm doing the following Sunday. And that for right now, I'm kind of leaning toward that being it for the year so that I can work on mm, some right. writing and some other things. Yes. But I'm I'm always open if the Lord sends something else and and yeah. uh, doing doing these type things, doing podcasts and and uh, working on some some videos and things. So those are the two that I have left for this, this year and just waiting to see, you know, I'm, like I said, every time I say, no, that's, I, that's all I'm doing this year. Then somebody will call and say, Hey, but can you come? And I was like, Oh, I'll, I guess I can. <laughs> yeah, no, that is wonderful. So I know that you and your husband, y'all met, I mean, like it was, was it instant? Let's just talk about that. I know I'm going backwards a little bit, but That's just fine. how y'all come together. Cause y'all are both ministers in the word, right? We are. Hey, listen, let me just tell you right now. We are, um, we are a story. <laughs> we have actually <laughs> known each other, uh, pretty much our whole lives. He has been my boyfriend since we were 13. Oh, that's so sweet. Summer of eighth grade, summer of eighth grade. And then um, through high school, we break up for like two or three days and then get right back together. Yes, <laughs> it was crazy. The crazy thing then, you talk about us being ministers. Now I have to say this, neither one of us were raised in Christian homes. My oh. parents never took me to church. When I oh. would visit my grandparents, they would take me to church. But my parents never took me to church. And for Daryl, his parents would take him up the road and all the kids put him in the station wagon, he'd say, and they'd take him off the road, dump him out, and then come back and get him. But his, his parents didn't go to church either. <laughs> so um, my mom got radically saved um, when I was about 18. I was already married and out of the house. And my mom got radically saved. And I say all the time, and I know she's listening from the heavenly realms. I know oh, I, she, she prayed us all into the kingdom. Then when I was 19, I had an encounter with the Lord. I had, by the time I was 19, I had already lived a life. I mean, um, we were in nightclubs every weekend. I had my first fake ID by the time I was 16. Wow. Uh, it's just that's all we knew. And uh, mm -hmm. Daryl played in, in rock and roll bands. And so we were in the nightclubs every weekend. Um, and then I could and I tell everybody, I can take you to the spot on the road where I met Jesus. Oh, and wow. I wasn't even looking for him, but he had my number for sure. And we were on our way home from a nightclub. He was driving. Neither one of us needed to be. We'd been drinking heavily. Uh, been a night of partying, partying, partying. 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 Get it, get it. That word. And uh, we were just, I mean, in, in a really bad shape. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just came in, sobered me in an instant, and called me by name and said, Donna, you belong to me. And I remember, now this is one of the funny parts of the story, but it's true. And uh, he's got it, this part in his book too. I think he put this part in there. I'd have to go back and read it again. Uh, but I said, I looked over at him and I'm thinking, how how does this fool not know God's here? Because <laughs> he was still just drunk out of his mind and driving that van. And, you know, it was, I became immediately just enveloped in this love. 
that I, mm-hmm. I couldn't explain. I never felt anything like it in my life. And as a child, I was always knowing things, but didn't know why I knew them. I know now it's because of the prophetic, uh, you know, gifting in me. And I was just, I just told the Lord that night. I said, Lord, you get me home. I'll serve you for the rest of the days of my life. And so when we got home and I called my mom the next day and she, we knew she was going to church and we knew she was radically different. And I mean, when I say not even the same and I was the same way. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling my mom what happened. And my mom started yelling on the phone. She said, Donna, you got saved. You got saved. I said, I got what? What do I get? (laughs) I didn't didn't have any terminology of what that even meant. And so I began to go to church with her. Daryl told me, he said, well, you've ruined our lives. Thanks a lot. You've ruined our lives. I stopped drinking. I stopped going to clubs. I wasn't getting high anymore. So he's like, oh, oh, well, great. You know, you just ruined our lives. And two years later, the almost the identical thing happened to him when he was in Dothan, Alabama, playing in a nightclub. And God came in, sobered him, saved him, sent him back home to me and the kids. And man, if I can say the rest is is history. It's been a journey, but yeah, Pamela, it's just it's just a God thing. And so I, I think that's why my story resonates to a lot of people who have not been churched their whole life. And then I think it does speak to people who have been churched their whole life saying, you know, there's, there's something about this when we really come to know the Lord, that should be a difference in our lives. And it was for me, it was a radical difference. And I have, I've told people it, I don't know how to explain it other than he just did it. And I, but Mm -hmm. you know what, I, I will say this, we have to say yes to him. He will not force us. We have to say yes to him. And that night when he came and just flooded me with this light and this love, it's like, there's no, there's no going back. There's just no going. I've never felt anything like this in my life. There's no going back. That's wonderful. And listeners, if you're listening and this has happened to you, don't deny it. Don't hide it. Follow after it. Go You're after being it. Called. He wants you. You are chosen. You're a yes. chosen people. That is true. So true. And there's so many things that I believe that the Holy Spirit is yet to uncover for each and every one of us. And it takes that that thing, you know, like I said, I yeah, I I've, I've been in the Lord now for over 40 years, but this one thing I know is I will tell people all the time, look, I am probably the least religious person you will ever meet, but I'm probably one of the strongest relational people you will ever meet because it's all about relationship. I didn't come to know the Lord through religion. I came to know him through love. And um, the church that I got, that my mom was attending at the time was a very strict church. We learned a lot of legalistic things and finally kind of worked that out in my sister and she got saved a few months after I did. And then my brother-in-law got saved. And then we, we teased Daryl. He finally came on board with us. <laughs> and then a few, uh, you know, just a few years after that, my sister and her husband started a church and we started it with them. And um, mm-hmm. just, we would, we would spend hours, Pamela, just crying out to the Lord, not, begging him but just saying we just want to know we 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 want you to teach us and man did he ever 
He just wow. taught us so many wonderful things. And then they sent us out here in 1992. And, um, you know, it was just, we started from scratch. Mm-hmm. We started from scratch. And when, when we turned the church over to our son and daughter-in-law in 2020, and we stepped up the ladder become to become the apostolic lead and, and going now and training other leaders, um, you know, we were thrilled at the fact that we were able to turn everything over to them debt-free and say, mm-hmm. now, Hallelujah. you know, listen, uh, right now, here's the thing. Our, our you know, I, we're looking to elevate them and bring them up to the next level. And the only way to do that is, and that's what we said, we wanted to empower them. So that's what we do still now every single day. And that's what our podcast is all about. It's that's what we call it's empower. That's the name of our ministries, empowering life ministries. And that's why the, uh, the tree of life is our emblem because empower life ministries, the acronym is ELM. So it becomes a tree, but we do a podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday, it's like eight to okay. 10 minutes. And I, I don't know if you want all this information or not, but yes. Yeah. Please share. And, and we have it. We have really turned it into um, our son. will tell our entire congregation. You need to be listening to mom and dad Monday through Friday, because we're discipling. We are taking mm. whatever the Lord tells us. And right now we just started a series this past week on the power of patience and dear God, we thought that was going to be just a couple of days episode. <laughs> Let me tell you, oh, <laughs> we didn't scratch the surface and we just, we just finished last night recording episode eight. So yeah, I, I'm like, this is crazy good. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm going to definitely tune in and listen to that myself because I'm sure all kinds of things are coming out of that. <laughs> oh yes. Most definitely all kinds of stuff are coming out for that. Yes. Yeah. That is wonderful. So I wanted to, so you're discipling through your podcast and God gives you a series to talk about, but you said something about training people to be apostolic or your apostolic leaders. Can you talk about that a little bit and really what that means? And I know that I've read in the Bible, there's prophets, apostles Mm -hmm. and all that, but you know, a lot of people don't understand and really I need to understand it better okay. myself. Yeah. And we, we take it back to the scripture. It says that God has given apostles and prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for mm-hmm. the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. And so each of those offices have a function that they need to do. When we talk about, well, like for me, probably my strongest gifting, you know, and they even call me this a lot. They you know, call me prophetess Donna because I'm, I've, I flow very strong in the prophetic anointing, but I also have a part of me that's very apostolic. And when I say apostolic, that's the ones that's going in and training up leaders so that they can be equipped to lead in the church. Because a lot of times we, some people go in and start to start a work and they don't, they don't know how to get it off the ground or they, you know, I, I say this leaders need leaders. Mm, leaders yes. need leaders and that's what we have stepped up in into now as our role is is we're leaders for leaders and uh we are we're trying to work with them sometimes what like we will go in and we'll say okay we're gonna do um you know even pulpit feel for you so you can have a day off or you can go on vacation we're gonna come in there and you can mm-hmm. your people will be safe with us we're gonna go in there and just give them a word of empowerment mm-hmm. but also to create a safe place this is probably for me, one of the things I love to do as a, an apostolic leader is create a safe place where leaders can be vulnerable. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a shame for some people to think that leaders uh, just need to get over their issues. They just, you know, they don't really need that, but they need that as well. They need a safe place. And that's not to the body. Um, not anything wrong with the body, but it's just, um, you know how it is when you go to church, you're going to have people who are just getting born again, just getting their, you know, and then you got people that's been in the, in the Lord for 20 years. And so there's just all these different dynamics. So it can do a leader more harm than good to be very vulnerable uh, and start, you know, sharing too much of their, their own struggles. They need that place for us to come in and say, Hey, how can we help? We're here, we're here to help. So, and there's a lot to, I guess, understanding the apostolic anointing that I feel that the Lord is still doing um, with us and helping people to understand that. You know, um, we we say all the time that the the apostles they come in and and they have a function um, where that they can touch all five. The apostle is kind of like the thumb ministry. He can touch mm-hmm. the apostle, can touch. You know, we talk about um, for the prophet, that's the long finger. Uh, uh, the, I'm sorry, the evangelist, that's the long finger because there's it's going to go can go out the furthest. Father. The the mm-hmm. wedding finger, that's the that's the pastor because he's married to the church. The the little finger, that's the teacher because he can get in your ear, you know. <laughs> and the prophet points, so he's given direction. <laughs> so the and the the apostle he grounds the church. And that's that's probably one of the main things we love to come in and help to do is help build that foundation. That's so wonderful. Like I could just talk all night with you, <laughs> but I know we don't have all night, <laughs> but I do have two more questions. And sure. then I want uh, you to share about where people can find you. So um, just left me. No, we're going to go move on to the other one then. Okay. So you said you have a prophetic anointing. So Mm -hmm. two things. Do you receive like a message for the year that you share with people? And do you have something specific for the end of the year that you could share? I do. I I would probably say, especially the last 20 plus years, the Lord has given me a word every single year sometimes it's right at the end of the year mm-hmm. or sometimes it's right at the beginning like this year it was like you know it was that right at the beginning of the year I, it was in early early january and i was uh actually had gone to visit my sister and the holy spirit just dropped it into me and he told me he said for this year he said i want you to revisit jabez because in that the and mm-hmm. that's why the lord said that 2023 was a year of expansion and, and in mm-hmm. that, Jabez, he, there was four things he said to the Lord. He said, bless me, you know, keep me from evil, you know, and, all, and, and a couple of things I will share about this. When you, every time I go to give a direction, I will say, if you will receive this, because there's one thing mm-hmm. to give the word. But the word is usually conditional because if you're not going to receive it, it's not going to happen in your life. And they and the people come in and say, well, that didn't happen. Well, did you believe in it? Did you activate it? Did you walk in it? And they're like, well, you know, I just kind of expect it. No, you got to co-labor with God. You got to co-labor with God. He's not going to come in and just, you know, make you do things. You got to co-labor with God. Get up every single day. 
and say, okay, God, let's, let's work this word today. Let's work this word today. Mm -hmm. But there is normally, yes, I will, I will, I will have a word of direction. Um, I have some people, they, I mean, I faithfully every year about December, they'll start contacting me. Okay. Prophet, what you got, what you got, you know, well, as soon as I get it, you know, (laughs) you, you got my email, you'll be getting, you'll be getting something. So yes, that happens a lot. That's wonderful. No, I love that. Uh, I listened to Jerry Savelle and he always says the Lord gives him a word in October. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to his word and uh, it was, it was, it was along kind of the same lines, advancing and expanding and uh, prospering. So it was good. I just wanted to ask you that. And there was another question, but it has left me. So I guess it was not as important as I thought it was. <laughs> uh, but thank you for explaining about the apostolic leader. I feel like people are being drawn. I do feel that drawing. I feel that drawing myself. Yes. And we need that in this time. And people mm-hmm. need to know that there is a hope and there is a future for them. Yes. They cannot pay attention to the distractions like no. Peter when he was walking on the water and he started sinking. We just got to keep our focus on Jesus because yes. his word is true and his promises are true. Amen. Amen. And I stand on them every day. I was I my parents didn't take me to church. My grandparents, my grandmother and my uncle, my dad's youngest brother, uh took me and my brother to church for 12 years. We didn't miss a Sunday. Even if we went on vacation, mom and daddy do that. They drop us off at some church in a <laughs> town awesome. where they didn't know anybody. I'm glad nobody was kidnapping kids I love- back then. <laughs> I love that. What a story. What a story. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. They would drop us off. I need so to be we interviewing you. <laughs> I'd love to be on your show, <laughs> but, um, you know, I thank the Lord for what he's doing and the blessings that he is bringing. And I think him, this truly was a divine connection. I yeah. truly feel it. I've got chills all over me and it is really hot in this room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. That makes me feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> So one, any last word that you want to offer uh, to our listeners uh, of encouragement or empowerment? And then if you'll just share how they can find your book or your ministry or contact you to speak. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I, I think what I would like to leave the audience with today is to know that, you know, um, I truly believe that the Lord is working all things for our good, for those that are called and that are, that love him. I truly believe that. And so I would just want to encourage you today. You may be in a tough season, um, but then I go back and read Psalm one and Psalm one says that you will prosper. There's a way to prosper in every season. And so I just want to leave you with that word of encouragement, even if it seems like it's just a place, a hard place right now, a place of confusion. I've just, I've heard that that spirit of confusion rising up so much over the last few months. And then with other things that's happening around the world now, don't let it steal your peace. There has always been areas. There's always been wars. There's always, that is nothing. I know people think, you know, well, it's, it's this area and everything. Don't let it steal your peace. My greatest thing to leave with the, with the audience today was that you would know that, every, that God is working all things out for your good. And you need to be established in the word of God. Get up every single day 
have that that private time with him, have that time of just getting to a place where you're just soaking in his presence and let, and I, I will I will say this to every person all the time, let love lead. Whatever you're going into, whoever you're meeting for the day, let love lead. And you will have the, the opportunity to share Jesus like you've never had before. And you can reach us. We have our, our ministry is called Empowering Life Ministries. Our podcast is on Apple and Spotify. Um, also, we have a Facebook page where every single day our administrator, she puts out a, a visual of the scripture that we're using on our podcast every day. Our, our website, you can go to empowerlifeministries.com and you can get us over there. And we have uh, we have some resources on there that you can also go on. And if you would like for us to come, either myself or Daryl or to both of us together, we tag team preach too. So if you'd like for us to come, there's a place on there where, where you can invite us to come and um, and minister at your church or your meeting or your conferences. We would we would just be honored to have that opportunity. That is wonderful. Well, I so appreciate you being here today, Donna. This has been gold. This has been golden oh, well, good. for me and for our listeners. And I just really appreciate you. And I know that God is doing great things and we're going to hear some more great things from you soon. Well, that would be awesome. I'd I, I love to share. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Thank you listeners for tuning in and stay tuned for the next episode of Real Heart Talk. Thank you for joining us today on the 360 Network for Women and Real Heart Talk podcast. We're so happy you could join and hope you stay tuned for the next episode.